you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the fifth pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Justin Blackman. With the 13th pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Michael Floyd. We're talking about Trent Richardson, Andrew Luck, Justin Blackman, and more of the future stars of fantasy football on the NFL Fantasy Live Draft Recap Show. Here are your hosts, Michael Fabiano and Jason Smith. You know, for a split second, I thought that was going to say Justin Bieber. We're talking about Trent Richardson, Andrew Luck, and Justin. And I was like, let's it's talk about say some Bieber, real music. <laughs> I love Doc. You want to talk Justin Bieber? That was great. No. Oh, okay. Oh, I, all right. Justin who? Dokken is so overrated. You're crazy. Dokken is the Sean Green of, You're of heavy crazy. metal. crazy. So overrated. Stop it. Dokken is overrated. Stop it. Give me Dream Warriors all day long, burning like a flame. It was from, it was from a good movie. It was from the, what, Third Nightmare on Elm Street. So who cares? It was a good song. Overrated. Sean Green had three touchdowns against the Redskins in a game last How year. Doesn't mean he's a great it. running back. George Lynch is one of the best rock guitarists of all time. <sighs> of all time. Overrated. George Lynch is overrated. Oh, They're all overrated. Don Dawkins is overrated. Dawkins is overrated. The Sean Green. Listen, for a guy who just said rock. that the, the Mets are the best baseball team in New York. We are, aren't I, we? I, I don't hold your opinion very highly. We're a better team. And we no, have better pitching not. staff. Listen. <laughs> Look how upset you are, you Yankee Whatever fan. it was that you were drinking before this show, <laughs> I want some after the show's over. Jason Smith, crazy. Well, with some of your fantasy uh, advice, crazy. I, I thought you would have started drinking already. Uh, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano from NFL Network, NFL.com, as we take a look at the NFL draft from a fantasy perspective. First hour of the show, we brought you the quarterback position, running back position, told you where to draft guys, who is worth being drafted, and the fantasy cliff, who you would draft them ahead of. Now we're going to get to the wide receivers, especially mm-hmm. you talk about the first two guys that were taken, Justin Blackman, Michael Floyd. Both guys who are coming are going to start right away. In, in, in a little bit different situations, Blackman's going to come in there in Jacksonville where suddenly the Jaguars' offense isn't as putrid as it was last year. Yeah. Cause you have Blackman alongside Laurent Robinson. Mercedes they also Lewis signed Lee good. Evans. Yep, they signed Lee Evans. you got Mike Thomas in the slot. Mm-hmm. So there's a few more targets there. And you say Michael Floyd in Arizona, well, okay, he's number two with a bullet, but the number one guy – is Larry Fitzgerald. Right. You know Larry Fitzgerald, no matter what, is still going to catch the lion's share of the passes. Fantasy-wise, 
who is more relevant this season, Justin Blackman or Michael Floyd? I like Blackman because opportunity is going to be evident there. And we're going to find out if Blaine Gabbard is really as bad as he played last season because his wide receiving core was awful. Between injuries and just, uh, listen, at the end of the year, we didn't even know who the wide receivers were that were starting for the Jaguars. We had no clue. Uh, I think they ran the single wing a few at the I'm end of last I'm telling you, they, they were just, just unbelievably, there were no names. And now you've got Blackman. Now you've got Lee Evans in there with LaRon Robinson. LaRon Robinson, who I think is going to be a fancy bust if you're considering drafting him as anything more than a, a three or a four uh, in 2012. But is Gabbert really that bad? We're going to find out because now he's actually going to have some weapons. And I think he's going to have a nice rapport with Justin Blackman. He's the guy that I draft first. And I'm going to ask you a question here, Jason, because a lot of people like Michael Floyd. A lot of people like him. And I'm not saying that he's he's going to be a complete bust. And you know what? He's great for Kevin Cobb or John Skelton, whoever's going to be the quarterback there. Fitzgerald finally has somebody who may draw some coverage. But you've also got early Doucette there, who had a decent year last season. You've also got Andre Roberts there, who at the end of last season had a couple of good games, showed some promise. Is Floyd, to, to me at least, really a guy who can potentially be an A.J. Green or a Julio Jones? I, I don't see it this season. I just don't see it. There's a lot of mouths to feed in that offense in the pass attack. It's not this pass-laden offense with an elite quarterback. If Kurt Warner was the quarterback three years ago, then okay, that's one thing. But Cobb was a bust last year. Skelton was okay, but it's, it's John Skelton. You tell me why I should like Michael Floyd, or am I onto something here? No, I'll tell you why you should like Michael Floyd. Number one, he's in a situation where it's going to be easier for him to succeed because the pressure is not going to be solely on him. It's still Larry Fitzgerald's team. You look at Justin Blackman, and you're right. The, the potential is there for opportunity because he can be the number one guy with Laurent Robinson to be more of a complimentary guy. The other guy's a complimentary wide receivers. But now he's got to come in, and you have to think that Justin Blackman is going to be every bit as good as A.J. Green and Julio Jones. That was a rarity. We just happened to see two rookie wide receivers come in last year and play great. That normally doesn't happen. But Floyd's going to come in. Not only is he going to get a chance to come in under the radar, but he's going to be the possession guy. He's going to be the check down guy. When Larry Fitzgerald is getting triple team, Michael Floyd's going to be over the middle with a linebacker on him. He's going to be able to use his size athleticism to make plays. He kind of reminds me of Keyshawn Johnson. I saw him do it his entire career at Notre Dame. So I think Michael Floyd is going to get the targets. That's what I like. We had games last year, remember, early Doucette uh, sometimes had more targets than any other Arizona wide receiver, which you think is was crazy. But that actually happened because you're looking for other guys because Larry Fitzgerald demands that much attention. He's still going to get that. So I think Floyd is going to be that guy who is going to catch a lot of passes. You're going to see games where he's seven, eight catches for maybe 85, 90 yards. He's not going to get the red zone touches because that's still going to go to Larry Fitzgerald or they're going to run Beanie Wells the goal and whatever they want to do. But he's going to be that eight, nine point a game guy, I think, just because that's what he brings to the table. I think he's worth drafting for sure. And he's my second rookie wide receiver behind Justin Blackman. I, I don't know. I just have reservations about that, about Cobb, the quarterback situation, about Larry Fitzgerald is going to see more targets than anybody. And, and I don't think Michael Floyd is a talented guy as Julio Jones was coming out of college. So I don't want to make the comparison between uh, Roddy White and Fitzgerald, and then Jones and Michael Floyd. And plus, the, the Falcons didn't really have any other wide receivers. Doucette, again, Andre Roberts is there. And the other thing, too, and I use this sometimes. Tell me what, what player coming out of Notre Dame has done diddly-poo on offense. 
in the last 10, 15 years. Oh, see, because you're waiting for me to say Tim Brown, and now you say that's you said so 10 or 15 years. Ago. I mean, <laughs> that's why you nobody. did that. Like, well, it's a, Ryan but wait, Grant, so, but he was undrafted. I mean, wait, so how is it How is it? I could say in the first hour, I'm not thrilled with anybody coming out of Boise because State because they don't do got anything. this long history of players going into the NFL. Yeah, but if you don't have Boise guys State's breaking into the NFL, it doesn't matter. Size. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. If, if your guys aren't breaking through, it doesn't matter what school you go to. It's it's the it's the same type of thing. Now I just I, I I'm not. He's worth a pick in yes, the later I, rounds. I agree. Yeah, I, he's not going to be AJ Green. He's not going to be Julio Jones. I have some reservations about about Michael Floyd. I like him long term. I just have some reservations about him this season coming up. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at these guys. If I do take them, these guys are ninth, tenth round picks. Yeah, that's where they are. Late just rounders. because of they're they're not having the ball being thrown to them by. Great quarterbacks. They're mm-hmm. not stepping out. Rookie wide receivers stepping in, getting pets from Peyton Manning. It's mm-hmm. not Austin Collie. They're not Pierre Garcon. They're not guys like that. So I, I am nervous about those guys. Yeah. One guy, I don't know why, but I'm not nervous about him, even though he may be the Ross guy all, is Brian Quick, who got taken by the St. Louis Rams first pick of the second round. You know, you and I, we talk about opportunity tonight. We talk about opportunity all the time. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else catching passes in St. Louis. You know, Amendola come back. He's a slot guy. There's nobody else to throw to. He's going to get every opportunity to be Sam Bradford's pass catcher for the next 10-plus seasons. I know they want to compare him to Terrell Owens, but let's stop with that silliness like they're comparing Stephen Hill to Megatron. Let's get past that for a second. Oh, you're not going to do that. Good. No, I'm not going to. You're actually going to be rational. A guy that caught 28 passes his senior year, I'm not well, going to say he can be the next I know sometimes you can be irrational when talking about that team in New York that wears the green uni. I, I, I can. But, and, and we'll get to Stephen Hill and, and those guys in a couple seconds. But I I think he has that that chance just because there is nobody else there. The thing that I found interesting was that the St. Louis Post-Dispatch had a report this week that said that Quick and Chris Givens are already the favorites to start, which tells you a whole heck of a lot about their receivers that are there like Denario Alexander and Brandon Gibson. It looks like Danny Amendola will be in the slot, and I think – Amendola is probably the first wide receiver from St. Louis that you would draft, especially if you're in a PPR league. Uh, I talked to Bucky Brooks, who's our resident scout here at NFL.com, and he told me that he thinks that Quick is going to need some time to sort of develop at the NFL level. But you're right, opportunity. Sam Bradford hasn't had any weapons hardly at all at his disposal in the past tech ever since he's come into the league. So now he could potentially have two young guys. Again, late round, late round flyer. Late round flyer on quick, depending on what happens, depending on how he shows in training camp, depending on what he's doing in the preseason, depending on how the depth chart rolls out. Chris Givens is another guy. I think he's just as likely to start as Brian Quick is. Uh, Givens is a guy who uh, shown some promise and, and, and a guy that I know Mike Mack had mentioned uh, as he liked that pick uh, from the Rams when he was doing our coverage on NFL Network. So those two guys are names to remember. There's also some more names to remember at the wide receiver position. I'm waiting for you to get to my guy. I'm not going to talk to talk about him now. No, 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 no. I don't, mean, Sha- no. I don't mean Stephen Hill. I'm talking another guy that I think could wind up being Alshon Jeffrey. No, not Alshon Jeffrey. Ruben Randall. Not Ruben Randall. Well, all right. Let me Kendall Wright. Not Kendall Wright. Um, I'm a guy running, who I'm running who, out of names there. A guy you who is going to say Stephen. No, you are it's not say Stephen Hill. Hill. You're going to say Hill. Stephen Hill. Right, I'm going to keep going. Look, he knows how. To, look, he's I'm a gonna, blocking wide receiver. AJ Jenkins. Not AJ Jenkins. Ryan Broyles. Not Ryan Broyles. Devier Posey? No, not Posey. Who the hell are you talking about, Smith? I'm talking about a guy who had 115 catches a senior oh, year. Oh, now I know who you're talking is the, about. Is the all-time no, leading I do receiver like him. in the Big East. I do like him, too. Look at what Muhammad Sanu was stepping into. I do like him. All right? He's mm-hmm. stepping into a situation in Cincinnati where he's going to start. 
Right mm-hmm. now, he's starting he opposite A.J. Green. Yep. They, there's room to throw the football there. There's room for other targets other than A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a pretty good foundation they have built there. They brought in the law firm. I like him and there. And remember, Jerome Simpson's in Minnesota. Yeah, Andre Caldwell signed with the uh, Broncos. It's, so. it's wide, and he's got a lot of talent. He's not fast, but he's got good he's hands. He's like T.J. Hushmanzada. Yeah, he runs good routes. He's going to catch a lot of passes underneath. He could be the surprise wide receiver fantasy-wise just because he's he's got both things. He's got opportunity, and he's on a team to throw Another the football guy. Who is going to be worth a late run flyer? Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you totally. Exactly. All right, now, now you want to talk about now Stephen let's get Hill. To Stephen Hill. Go first, ahead. Go first ahead. of all, here's what fantasy owners want to hear the absolute least. This is the new Jets wideout on the Sirius XM NFL Radio's draft show, knowing he's going to have to block and says, "Oh, I'm great at it." My blocking is uh, outstanding. Um, I'm just ready to get even more physical. Um, other than that, you know, I just like to put people on their back and uh, keep driving and going to the next man. Uh, we got to put blocking in, in our fantasy leagues. NFL. No, there will be year, no right? scoring. As, no as much as you can customize no NFL.com fantasy <laughs> leagues. And you can actually restart your league now. Reactivation is already there. And you can also get on there and pre-register for next season. But, no, Smith, we will not be giving away fantasy points for blocker. No. Okay, because when when the Jets drafted Stephen Hill, he's getting comparisons to, to Calvin Johnson. And I say to myself, really, just because it's the same school? He's ba- All these guys, let's compare him to some of the greatest yeah. wide receivers out there. You exactly, know? yeah. But I just don't know that the way the Jets are running the team, that there's a – I mean, how many guys fantasy-wise – have value on the Jets because of what they've done this offseason, right? Mm-hmm. Sanchez was the number 10 fantasy quarterback last year. Yep. But now you bring in Tim Tebow. So suddenly his value takes a huge hit. Huge Tebow's hit. value takes it because he's only yes. going to be playing, at least until he wins the job from Sanchez, he's only going to be playing a few times a game. You can't start him. Which, as a Jets fan, you expect to happen in what week? Uh, week one. As okay. soon as Mark Sanchez goes his first three so you're and you're drafting out. Tim Tebow, Tebow then. Right. Okay. All right. Sean Green's value has taken a huge hit. Because Tebow's going to get goal line carries. Mm-hmm. So that's going to take away. And we saw that Sean Green is not that great uh, a running back. Okay. Santonio Holmes, people were playing him last year because, well, it's Santonio Holmes, but he was brutal. He yeah. didn't play very well. You didn't play Plaxico Burris. He was too inconsistent. And now, How okay, dare you suddenly... underrate the, the uh, impact of Chad Schillens? Yeah. <laughs> Chancellor is the number Shillens, four guy right the hell now. He is. Yeah. So how many Jets are really fantasy viable well, at this point? Even Kim Jones, our Kim Jones from NFL Network, said that the Jets expect Stephen Hill is going to come right in and start. Yeah, but doesn't how many passes is he going to catch? Nah, listen, I'm not saying I like him, but that the Jets are a run first team. The Jets are going to be interesting to watch this season. Yeah. Not only because you've got all of the NFL rooting against them because of your sure love of them. I've gotten everybody here at NFL. As Network much as we NFL. love you, Smith, we all hate the Jets, the Jets now, but. They're going to be a fun team to watch because I want to know how many times they're going to actually run that football. Ugh. I mean, St. Antonio Holmes, he's not even a 1,000-yard receiver at this point. You can't lock him into a 1,000 yards and seven or eight touchdowns anymore. And then you've got Stephen Hill behind him and Chaz Schillens behind him. And Dustin Keller could be a beneficiary because they don't really have much in the way of wide receivers. But I think Hill, again, because of opportunity, though it will be limited, as you mentioned, because yeah. they're going to be a run-first team. You maybe take a chance on him. I'm sure he'll be drafted in 100% of NFL Jet fan leagues. Yeah, and all your so all the wide receivers we've been talking about really are all later round flyers. They're all eighth round and beyond. I think Blackman will go closer to middle to late. I think Floyd maybe closer to middle to late. Yeah, but I'll, I'll let people take. But, if you want to take him, that, no. if you want to take him in the seventh round, go ahead, take him. But and it's the same thing as like Robert Griffin the third. Somebody in your draft is going to have. A huge man crush on Robert Griffin III because he thinks he's going to be the next coming to Cam Newton, and he's going to take him in the fifth round. Yeah. <laughs> it That's could exactly what's going to happen. Could happen. Yeah. Uh, all right, real quick, tight ends here. 
Yep. Kobe Fleener yep. now is is paired up with Andrew Luck, and you take a look and say, all right, well, here's a new tight end coming. We saw a couple other guys come in. Dwayne Allen, Charles Orson got got selected, but really it's about Kobe Fleener just because he was the the college uh, yes. teammate of Andrew Luck. And thank God he cut that Justin Bieber haircut he had. Oh come on, it's a, you get Bieber fever. It gets you a lot of girls. Well, it gets you a lot of girls. When that you're hairstyle. when you're when you're like a twenty. One twenty-two year old yeah, guy. How old do you think Bieber's fans are? They're all like fourteen to twenty-five. Yeah, you but know? if you you don't want to be attracting fourteen-year-old girls when you're a twenty-two-year-old. No, what I'm saying is you have that. You know, I mean, they look up to you, and then you get the older ones that are interested in you. I'm telling you, that hairstyle does does a lot. I think you're just there's a lot jealous because you don't have any hair. No, That's what I'd it love is. to have hair like that. But I can see you <laughs> with a big Bieber hairstyle. <laughs> Hello, ladies. I'm here. If anybody out there is good at Photoshop, yeah. please send a tweet to Michael <laughs> underscore Fabiano or at How About a Fresca with Jason Smith in a Justin Bieber uh, do. I would Bieber's fans laugh. are older than you think. They are older than you think. And so are Kobe Gosh. Fleener's fans, older than you think. But here's why I'm a Kobe I'm a Fleener fan guy. I like Kobe Fleener simply because he's someone that comes and has that that familiarity with Andrew Luck. And Luck likes to throw the football down mm-hmm. the middle of the field. He's very accurate throwing the football there, which is where Fleener's going to catch most of his passes. Right. There's not that many tight ends that you would say, i got to take ahead of Kobe Fleener. I mean, there's maybe six. And if you're in a league where you have to take tight ends... You're just Wait, so, so you think there's only like six Fleener. tight ends? There's six, six or seven tight ends, yeah, that I would say you have to take ahead of Kobe Fleener. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I I don't agree with you, but... You're going to take Gronkowski and Hernandez and Graham. And Gates. All right. I'll take Gates. And Witten. I'll take Witten. And Finley. I'll take Finley. And Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. And Fred Davis. Fred Davis is start where it comes up. Because oh, remember, I love Fred Davis. You don't, yeah, but so Fred that's Davis, eight right there. No, no. You I'm not giving six. you seven. You said six. I said six or seven. Fred Davis is up in the air. Tony Gonzalez is cut back a bit. Brent Selleck. I think Kobe Fleener is in the same I'd rather situation have Jacob Tammy. as those guys. I'd rather have Jacob Tammy. Nah, that's, that's too much of a too much of a up. You don't know how Peyton Manning's going to come back and how many footballs are going to be out there. You know Andrew Luck like, is going to look for Kobe Fleener. I, I like him. Fleener's like his number him. two target right now. I just think, okay, the last time a rookie tight end made an impact in fantasy, a consistent impact, it sure did get quiet here. All right. Well, I, we that's talked about it for saying, a but it doesn't mean it can happen. That's why, it, no. Rookie running backs don't Absolutely. usually come in with a big, but we love Trent over Richardson the last this three year. Years, after, over the yeah. last three years. But four years ago, Forte and Slayton both went off. So I, I want to tap the brake on Fleener. I like him. I like him. I'm not drafting him as my number one tight end. I, I'd rather go with a, as I'm a high end number two at, at most. At most. If he had a better hairstyle, you would like him more. No, he shaved his head. Now he's fine. You would like him more. That's fine. I mean, some <laughs> people would draft Jared Cook over him. Jared Cook showed some flashes of potential late last season. Gresham is shown. What about Keller? What about Dustin Keller? Dustin, oh, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of Dustin Keller to, so, to know this is the player Dustin Keller is. He's going to be okay sometimes, and some games going to disappear. When you're in the league that long, Dustin Keller, you, this is who you are. Dylan, what's up, buddy? Our producer, Dylan Milner, resident 49ers fan, who was great with his 49ers breakdown last hour, by the way. I'm so afraid you've got of what Delaney he's going to Walker. You've got, <laughs> no. <laughs> Fleener, better than Jared Cook, better than Jacob Tammy, better than uh, Gresham. Uh, I would draft him over Dustin Keller. I think what we're forgetting is that there's a lot to be said about Andrew Luck and Kobe Fleener. Rapport. Uh, rapport. Mm-hmm. Plus, you notice that the Colts also drafted another tight end, uh, Dwayne Allen. Dwayne Allen. So they're going to do a lot of these double tight end sets for protection. But you also, if you watch Stanford last year in the last couple of years, they're running double and triple tight end sets. They're making Andrew Luck as comfortable as possible. I think Kobe Fleener is easily, easily 
a top 10 tight end. Listen, I like him, I, but Smith said six or seven tight ends, and I, I disagree and that's with it. that. I disagree with that. I, would draft, I think, I would have I think there's eight or nine that I draft no. ahead of Fleener. I would no. take Fleener over Tony Gonzalez. I would take Fleener over Tony Moyaki. Yep. I think six, oh, six or seven is a, is a good good ranking. And I mean, I that's think pretty that he when you come in like that. that. Yeah, he could. Well, because you forget that he's going to get that opportunity. They're building their mm-hmm. offense like the like the Patriots are. Hey, this double tight end, we get a couple of athletic guys. I mean, this is what they're trying to do. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm projecting that this is this is how it's going to to mm-hmm. to, to come out. I just for Andrew think Luck. I, I just think, and, you know, we mentioned how many rookie tight ends come in to make impact, and, and Gronkowski is clearly the you know the the exception to the rule. Is he really really going to come in and make a Gronkowski type of impact? I know Andrew Luck is phenomenal, and he's got. Ridiculous upside, but he's certainly not Tom Brady. Well, that's why I got him as as so, like the number seven or eight tight end. I, I would I would go, I would go nine, ten, eleven, somewhere in that range. But six do you think seven, that like six hundred or seven hundred yards and ten touchdowns is out of the question for Fleener? Yes, as a rookie, yeah. I think ten touchdowns is a lot for a tight. That's a lot. But they they're not going to have any running that backs on their lot. roster. They're just going to keep throwing. They're not going to have any running backs. There'll be nobody running the football. I, I have to I have to do my uh, I have to check in here with my. Handy NFL.com fantasy league from last year. Uh, I had, I think, eight from last season. And I, I want to take a look at the number of tight ends who had double digit touchdowns. And you can do this using NFL.com's statistics within our fantasy game. And you can get there right now. You can reactivate your league. It, it's very simple NFL.com and do it right now. Two last year. And I, I didn't even have to look it up, but I just wanted to make sure. Gronkowski with 17, Graham with 11. And you think. Kobe Fleener, a rookie, who's got a rookie quarterback, no matter how good he's going to be, is going to have 10 touchdowns as a rookie? I don't think so. I think if he has seven or eight, that's fantastic. Ten touchdowns? That's only two more. That's asking a lot. That's only two more. That's that's asking a lot. (laughs) Eight, I would say, but ten, no, 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 no. no. I'll eat three pieces of pizza, but four, no, no. I've never seen you eat only three pieces of pizza, Smith. (laughs) Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano from NFL Network and NFL.com as we take a look at the NFL draft from a fantasy perspective. The number is 888XM Fantasy. 888-963-2682. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at some players who have seen their value skyrocket as a result of the draft. Not the players selected, but players who have seen their values go up because of who their teams took over the weekend. That's coming up next. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, XM87, Series 210. If I was your girlfriend, I'd never let you go. I could take you places you ain't never been before. When they watch they this guy. Chance, so Which rookie is worth taking a flyer on for your fantasy football team? Now back to the NFL Fantasy Live Draft Recap Show on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Here are your hosts, Michael Fabiano and Jason Smith. We've actually plugged in Fabs's uh, iPod. What into, is this? Uh, is this? I Peter? got this right off your iPod, man. My right iPod on. doesn't have anything that was. This is was, it's, it's the first thing. It said whatever that it was. It said I Heart Bieber. So this is the first song you had on there. Is this Justin Bieber? Yeah, it's Justin Bieber. We have gone right <laughs> over the deep end here uh, on the first uh, the first NFL it's fantasy live on Sirius XM. Yeah, I don't. Who's DMX? I don't even know who that is. Up in here, up in here, y'all gonna right, listen, make me I'll lose my mind. It, up in it, come on. It, that if, was a Lakers song when they won their first title. If the music isn't performed by a group, a band, 
I, music is usually performed by a group of I people. Wish no, we had a no, not a band. There's a singer and there's a guitarist well, and no, a drummer and a bassist. Synchronized stuff and all that garbage. Yeah, I don't. Synchronized <laughs> whatever. Stuff, like it's I don't know swimming. what it is. I don't listen to that stuff, man. <laughs> if music is performed by listen, a band, <laughs> give me David Lee Roth. Give me Van all, Halen. All music, unless it's opera, no, it's, it's not. all performed by no, a band. No, it's not. They press a button and all this stuff comes out. <laughs> the London Olympics are going to have synchronized swimming with DMX performing yeah, yeah, underwater. See, and I won't know who that is either. You're going to make me go. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Rap music, which I don't argue is not really music. They have what? bands? Rap? Sure they do. They what have kind guys, of bands? Guys that play instruments, the guys that play Who, drums. What, what instruments are in a rap song? Drums. Drums, bass. Isn't that just like synchronized drums? Guitar? Just like oh in any God. band. No, it's not anthrax and public enemy. I'm talking about actual rap. Come yeah, on. Yeah, the, yeah, drums and bass. Have you seen LL yeah. Cool J unplugged no. from like mid-90s? No, I haven't. I haven't. I don't listen. <laughs> I, I I live under a rock when it comes to music. Okay, I, do like, I, yeah. do like I just Smith recently up in here, here up in here. here. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. <laughs> I, I literally just recently <laughs> find out who this Adele was, and she's actually pretty good. But I didn't know who she yeah, was. Yeah, that was. Right yeah, now. see, you shouldn't have said that. I, I don't care. Who was. I am you who I am. I am who I am. All right, we got callers. That, that, don't we? That's the fantasy equivalent callers? of you saying, "I don't know who this Tom Brady is." I, I don't know. Is, is any? No, it's not. <laughs> coming Stop coming it, up Smith. in a couple seconds, we're going to take a look at some players who saw their fantasy values increased as a result of the draft. Players already in the National Football League. But first, uh, the number is eight 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 XM Fantasy eight 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 nine six three two six eight two. David in New York has a question. David, go ahead. You're on with Jason and Fabs. How are you guys doing today? What's hey, up, David? buddy? All right, so I got a little interesting thing going on. Uh, I'm in a keeper league, 12 teams, four uh, four players per team get to be kept. I have a pretty good wide receiver situation. I'm pretty terrible at running back. Uh, right now, it's looking at his boy, Halu, is my number one running back going into next year. And I don't have a first-round pick because I'll be keeping Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I got offered a deal where I would be giving up Calvin, for who I have, who I have under control for two more years, for AJ Green, who I would have under control for three years, and first or uh, second overall pick in the draft, and I would with that take Trent Richardson, who I would have for four years. Ooh. So it's basically Megatron for AJ Green and, and Trent, Trent Richardson. Is basically what you're looking at this. But he loses Calvin after two right. years. But you're going to lose Calvin. Yeah, you're going to lose. And him. he's on the cover of the Madden game, Jason. Yeah, I, I think that's. I like I think that trade. Much, yeah, I think that's too much to ignore. I like that trade because I, I like Trent Richardson and AJ Green. To me, is going to take the next step. And listen, I love Calvin Johnson. He helped me win two leagues last year. He's fantastic. But is he going to have another 1,600 yards and 16 touchdowns? No. Probably not. And that's how people are going to say he's cursed, because he's going to have 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. People right. Are it's the say, same thing oh, as... Oh, it's part of the curse, because his numbers right. go down. I, no, I, I, I like that trade. And I love Calvin Johnson. Don't get me wrong, but I like that trade. All right. There you go, David. Brian in California. You're on with Jason and Fab. Callie. Going back to Callie. Callie, wait, that's a rap song, right? Who sings that? Hello. Yes, it is. See, I know. I, yeah. I know a little bit. Like that much. Up in here. Up in here. Okay. Good, Brian. What Stop do you got? it now. What's up, guys? Hey, uh, <laughs> What's so up? I'm in a 12-team, one-point PPR league, um, and we just changed our format. We're doing keepers for the first time coming up this season. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a no-brainer, uh, but I have the option of either keeping Gronkowski with my fourth-round pick or Julio Jones with the fifth-round pick. I'm leaning toward Gronk, and then going back into the uh, – the Kobe Fleener discussion, um, considering maybe targeting Fleener for like the fifth or, or sixth round, uh, or going crazy and maybe trying to catch Jimmy Graham in like the third round. What do you think? 
This is tougher than it, than it seems, Fez, because I, I, I just don't – there's no way Gronkowski has the season he has a year ago. No. I think team, teams are going to be able to adjust to him a little bit, and I think as a result you're going to see – you know, we'll see Hernandez have a better season. And I, Lloyd's going to catch I more love passes. There's more Julio Jones. There. That's another man yeah, crush. It's hard guy. to not like Julio I'm Jones. List, but I mean, you're only giving up a fourth for Gronk. Yeah, you, you're it's only true. Get, you're only giving up a fourth, it's and true. that's what makes to me Gronkowski a little bit more attractive there. And this is a guy who, remember, finished what he would have finished second among wide receivers. Calvin Johnson was the only a tight end. Uh, I'm sorry, wide receiver who would have outscored him. It's close. I, I'd stick with Gronk, but I really like Julio Jones. I really do like Julio yeah. Jones. But for a fourth rounder, I think Gronkowski, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, he's going to get drafted in the second round this season. So Somebody's going to take him in the second round. Oh, of course. Someone's going to reach It really won't be me, yes. but somebody's going to take Gronkowski in the second round. Oh. So, All right. Now let's get to some of the guys that we've seen their values increase because of what we saw in the draft here. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano from NFL Network and Mm -hmm. NFL.com. Number is 888-963-2682. That's 888-XM-FANTASY. I think somebody we saw his value take a huge uptick, and we we, we touched him very briefly in the first hour of the show here, Mm -hmm. is Jay Cutler. Right, take the take the entire off season in, oh, sure, in, into sure. account. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens with Matt Forte, they have Michael Bush there. Yep. So best case scenario, and they retain Khalil Bell, so they've right. got a backup plan too. The backup plan. Yeah, you have both those guys, or you have one of them, and you and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You trade for Brandon Marshall. Yep. We saw the numbers that he put up when he was with Jay Cutler in Denver. Right. You bring in Alshon Jeffrey, mm-hmm. who was a, was actually a f- projected to go in the first round around early February March, but he fell a little bit. Right. He had the weight issues, yeah. and he was not as good. Last season, as he was previously, but no, you're you're absolutely he's now, right. He's now a, he's now a number one quarterback in fantasy. He's a lower end number one, but he's a number one quarterback. Uh, I, you know what? Look, Sanchez was tenth last year in fantasy points. I understand that, but you Sanchez. take him right. Okay, but listen, listen. Okay, Sanchez was tenth. He's dropping down to probably eighteenth to twentieth now. Sure. Peyton Manning didn't play last year. Matt Schaub was hurt for how many games last year? He's going to be in the top. 10, you would think. Would you draft Schaub? I would go Cutler over, over Schaub. I go Schaub over Cutler still. Because um, I think that they're, they're I, going more towards running the football. If you're in a 12-team league, I can see Cutler maybe being a low-end one, but I draft Roethlisberger ahead of him. I draft Schaub ahead of him. And I like Cutler. Josh Freeman's right there, but now Cutler, I, I think... I don't know if they take any of Now I think Cutler is better. Listen, Roethlisberger with the addition of Mike Adams and DeCastro on that offensive line is going to help his value too. But they've already said they want to, Matt they Ryan, want to get back to I'm, running the football. Matt line. Ryan, I'm taking even with Isaac Redman. They've said this. This is our thing. We're going to run the football. They've we got, don't like who they've we got. Were. Mike Wallace. They've got Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders. Don't tell me they're not going to throw the football. They still say they're not going to throw it. I think Cutler is. A high-end two. I'm more comfortable with calling him a high-end two. All right. How about two wide receivers who saw their values go up? Andrew Luck is in Indianapolis now. Reggie Wayne sure. still stays in Indianapolis, and, and Andrew Luck is much better than what they had there we'll last see, year. He'll see targets, and now he's not going to be the focal point of defenses, sure. So his value increases. So you're, okay. you're drafting him as a maybe a, a low-end wide receiver, too. Uh, potentially a, a guy that could be a steal is Greg Little because now he's got running game in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Remember, even with, with as bad as the team was last year, he was only 17 fantasy points behind A.J. Green. Yeah. He, he was only he had Greg 130 Little, fantasy points. A.J. Green had 147. He really came on the end of the season. I, and that was a guy I liked at the beginning of last year, not to make a huge impact, but he actually helped me win a championship. That you week. played him that monster week next to last week, week of the season. Yeah. So he, he's someone that, that you definitely keep on your radar for sure. These are guys all seeing their values. I mean, even Larry Fitzgerald too. 
Not that you can really increase his, his yeah, value much sure. more, but the fact that the Cardinals have somebody else where defenses have to focus on uh, a Michael Floyd or an early Dusset or an Andre Roberts, that helps Fitzgerald as well. Let me throw out Blaine Gabbert. Just just for just for a second to see where he had no weapons last year, and now we mention suddenly there's a lot of guys to throw to. He's got to beat out Chad Henney, but he's got Blackman, he's got Laurent Robinson, he's got Thomas, yeah. he's got Lee Evans, yeah. he's got Mercedes Lewis, and yeah. oh, by the way, he's got the leading rusher in the NFL yeah. still behind him right now. Yep. He's one of those guys where he's gone from having no value to potentially, if you see him, I don't, I don't think you draft him, but I think you see right. him. If he starts out the first couple of weeks and puts up some numbers, I think you got to pounce on him because the potential is there for him. He is a first-round guy, but the potential is there that if, if he sits there, watch him the first couple of weeks, and he could wind up being that out-of-nowhere guy. I agree with you. I, I completely agree with you. Um, we'll, we'll find out if he is actually as bad as he looked last year. <laughs> yeah. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano from NFL Network and NFL.com. Want to get in via Twitter at SiriusXMFantasy. Numbers 8 Eight XM Fantasy eight 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 nine six three two six eight two. Coming up next, we're going to spotlight the teams with the biggest offseason changes as it pertains to your fantasy team. We're talking about the draft and in free agency. That's next as we continue on here. XM eighty seven Series two ten. We're talking about all of the top rookies and telling you who the late round sleepers are so you can dominate your fantasy football league. Now back to the NFL Fantasy Live Draft Recap Show on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Here are your hosts, Michael Fabiano and Jason Smith. I want everybody to get your hands in the oh, air. God. Get your hands in the air. <laughs> no. I mean, what is going on? What's going on? What is that? Who is that? We are. We are. Uh, is that? Is that? What's that guy? Bulldog or? or uh, Bulldog. Pitbull or? It's D- DMX. Oh, I don't know. I, I know the Pitbull Bulldog, guy, but he's Bulldog a white guy, right? Bulldog was the sports guy from Frasier. That's who you're thinking about was Bulldog. You guys are with this. I don't know what you, you're playing here. Here's the newest DM from Pomeranian. Gosh. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano from NFL Network and NFL.com. Our Dylan, producer, check your Dylan email. I just sent you that fan. picture. Ryan Tannehill's wife looks like the blonde chick from Teen Wolf yes, a little Ryan bit. Yes, Ryan Tannehill's wife does look like the blonde one from Teen Wolf. Whether they play together, he was look, the... I don't, I don't know the, what you just sent me, but my computer crashed, and I have IT calling me. So just I don't know that. what you're trying to send me here, but Listen, I'm not allowed to open it at work, Mike. I'm more offended by the Justin Bieber picture you just sent to my email. Well, look, he's Justin an attractive Be- teenager. Oh, dear Yeah, if you, if you Google blonde <laughs> that, from Teen that, Wolf, That'll get you put up. in prison, Dylan. And um, Boof comes up, too. Who? Boof, the one that, that had the crush on him. I didn't dig Boof. I like, I, I like Boof. I didn't dig a Boof. I like, like Boof is pretty cool. Uh, you I know. think Boof is pretty cool. Can we talk fantasy football yeah, what here we're for get, a second? What we're getting to here you're right now You're talking about is... your fantasies with Tannehill's wife. Listen, you're the one that brought up Lauren oh, Tannehill. No, I do like her, too. Oh, okay. Wow, look at you, man. That's Listen, I'm having some fun I with you. I did not say that. I'm having some fun with you. You made me listen to rap you twice. Put, you put some and stuff. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Hey, you're the, one, you're the one that I took the Justin Bieber song off your iPod and put it I on the I did air. not. I don't even own an iPod. Uh, <laughs> I got an I- you still, iPhone. You're still playing a cassette with the reverse iPhone. play on the Walkman? No, iPhone, not iPod. Wait till it gets to the end and you then wait. it reverse plays back? Anybody out there, and I already sent this out on Twitter, who can put Please a Justin Bieber haircut two. on Jason Smith's bald head. Hang on. Let me go on eBay and see if I can get some, Please some send it to me. Max L or TDK tapes for you. All right. Let's go. Come on. I hey, actually man. used to do that all the time. I put this music on a cassette tape. It's awesome. I mean, mixtape, I love you. You, you totally made mixtapes for girls back no, in the I day. Yes, you I did. did. I didn't. 
I didn't know how. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have on, the technology Smith. to do it. No, you I didn't totally make mixtapes. Did I didn't make mixtapes. You, you know made what? Mixtapes, and the I'm first sure. song was "I'll Be There for You" by Bon Jovi. I could see it all wow. with you. Come on, not I've seen pictures close. of you on Facebook when you had hair. You were a rocker. That's well. I was a rocker, but I never made mixtapes. Yes, you did. As far as you know, don't lie. Let's take a look now. We spent the last uh, uh, hour and a half taking a look at where... And talking take... about Justin Bieber. And Well, that was in there, too. And the blonde girl from Teen Wolf. Uh, yeah. Talking about where you would... Uh, where, how much we'd like the rookies taken in the first couple rounds of the NFL draft. Where we'd take guys like Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin. Who'd we take them ahead of the fantasy cliff. Now let's take a look and spotlight a couple of teams that made some big fantasy changes in the offseason, mm-hmm. both in the draft and in free agency. And let's we talked about the Bears a little bit a couple minutes ago, what they did and how much that increased mm-hmm. Jay Cutler's value. The Redskins have made wholesale changes. Right. Yeah, they go get RG3. They also draft Kirk Cousins. So I have to wait and see how that goes. Pierre Garçon comes in. Yep. Fred Davis was good last year, but then he got suspended. We don't know how he's going to come back this year. He'll Roy be Hulu. fine. I love Fred Davis. Roy Hulu, we don't know what we're going to get. Is he for real or is he just a few game wonder there? Mm-hmm. The Redskins have made huge changes. How does this affect fantasy value of those players? Well, I think RG3 is going to obviously increase the value of all these guys. What do you got on your computer it's there, It's the Smith? blonde girl from Teen Wolf. In a brawn panties. You, the, how do you <laughs> Get that up that on NFL.com. Not, that is not, Where's the no. referee? Anyways, no, a- <laughs> anyways, listen, RG3 is great for the value of Fred Davis. It's very good for the value of Pierre Garçon. And, yeah, the Redskins, Josh Morgan, I don't know that I'm drafting Josh Morgan. Let's let's be honest here. Um, and it, it, it's all about Mike Shanahan's offense. And Mike Shanahan is the offensive guru. And let's see what he can do with RG3. But they clearly brought in Pierre Garçon to be that deep threat. Now, I think Garçon is more of a two from an NFL perspective, and I think he's more of a three in fantasy. He's not a number one receiver. I think we can agree on that. He's got a lot of bust potential for me. So I I draft him as a three, but I like him a lot more with RG3 throwing him the football than I do with Sexy Rexy or John Beck, who's now looking for work. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to it's hard for me to say Pierre Garçon's a guy I'm going to go out and say he's a number one wide receiver on a team with a new quarterback who could be pretty good. I wasn't a big believer in Garçon in Indiana. Well, he only he's had a couple what, of three or games. four big games, and then he, that, did, he, was, he disappeared he was, for a long time. So yeah, that, did Houdini that, act? Too. That was it's tough. It's tough for me to go out and get Pierre Garçon. We saw the Broncos obviously bringing Peyton Manning. Jacob Tammy comes in. Eric Decker is going to be someone taken off the scrap heap. First eight weeks of the season he was great. Last eight weeks he was invisible. Demarius Thomas phenomenal at the end of the season. Now you think that Peyton Manning's going to get the football to all of these guys. What does this do specifically for the wide receiver values of Thomas and Decker? Because they're both pretty talented. You know they're both going to get the ball. How high do you take them? Well, again, and I'm going to write this column at some point in the next couple of months. It's my fantasy man crush column. And I do have a man crush on Demarius Thomas. Uh, Listen, all of the all of the, 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 the pieces are in place for him to break out. He showed great upside last year with Tim Tebow, who couldn't even uh, you know complete 50% of his passes. Now he's got Peyton Manning, one of the all-time great quarterbacks in the National Football League. And this is a guy to me, I think, can go for 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns, and catch 80 passes. If you look at the average numbers of Peyton Manning's leading receiver every year that he was with the Colts, except for last year, of course, because he didn't play, yeah. They averaged right around 100 catches, around 1,300 yards, 9 to 10 touchdowns. And I don't know if he's going to catch 100 balls, but 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns for Demarius Thomas, I can I can completely see that. And to me, that makes him a number one wideout. I actually have him ranked in the top 10 at wide receiver uh, from a fantasy perspective. And the third-year receiver thing, I like that because, you know, there's a trend where third-year receivers, sometimes that's the big year that they break out. I just really like Demarius Thomas. Eric Decker, I think... 
as much as I like Thomas, Decker's more of a sleeper guy. Decker could be a thousand yard eight touchdown guy too. I, I like him less than Thomas, but I like Decker more than Pierre Garcon. Yeah, I still like both those guys just because I think it's just going to be this is who Peyton Manning is. He made Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne become one and one A guys for the longest time he was there too. Mm-hmm. I think he does the same thing here in Denver. I like Jacob Tammy because he started to to catch passes when Dallas Clark I like got t- hurt. Tammy was when when he came in when Clark got hurt two years ago, he was averaging like seven catches a game. I mean, that's that's something you have to think about. He's a young tight end who clearly has a rapport with Peyton Manning. They also have Joel Dreesen, so that could be an issue. But I think Dreesen's more of the blocker where, and you can maybe utilize him in the red zone as the Texans did last year. Uh, and, and you use Tammy as the guy that you, you're going to look over the middle he could catch 70 passes in that offense. Yeah, the guy the guy I'm, I'm worried about is Willis McGahee, simply because he's an older running back. He broke down last year when they kept giving the ball 30 times a game, and he mm-hmm. was great for about a month, five or six weeks. He was great, but eventually you knew he was going to break down, and now you know there's not going to be those games that he's going to succeed. He succeeded last year because he got that, 30 carries a game. The thing that's he's not going to right? carry the no, ball 30 times no, I, a game. I agree with that's you. That's cut in half And the year. thing that's tough, too, is, boy, I mean, if he breaks down at all, he's going to be 31, I believe, in October or November. Um, you've got Sean Marino coming off an ACL, and he's been a complete disaster. And then you've got Lance Ball, um, who's likely not going to make much of an impact uh, from a fantasy perspective. And you know, they drafted a kid who is also likely not going to make much of an impact from a fantasy perspective, uh, Ronnie Hillman. So if McGahee goes down, you're looking at sort of a backfield committee mess there. And... When No Sean is back in the mix, he's not going to be completely shut out of touches out of the backfield. So McGahee's a guy that I think completely agree with you. His, his value is dropping. Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano from the NFL Network and NFL.com. Numbers 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682. Coming up next, we'll put a wrap on this extravaganza where we take a look at the NFL draft from a fantasy perspective and tell you if your draft was tomorrow, who are the guys that were taken over the weekend that are definitely going to be selected by you? Who should be the guys you definitely pick? You see where this line of demarcation is going to end? How many guys are out there? You'll find out coming up next, Jason and Fabs. It's XM87, Series 210. This is the NFL Fantasy Live Draft Recap Show. Featuring the fantasy football experts of the NFL, here are your hosts, Michael Fabiano and Jason Smith. Now that's music. It is. I, I love Van Halen. And it's Van, when it was Van Halen, not Van Hagar. I like Van Hagar, Van too, but Van Halen is better, yes. All right. Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano from the NFL Network and NFL.com. Follow us on Twitter. He's at, at Michael underscore Fabiano. I'm at How About a Fresca. Get your questions in. As we wrap up uh, tonight's draft show, wrap up 20 hours consecutive coverage here uh, of the NFL draft here on XM87 Series 210. Just phenomenal stuff this weekend. Let's take a look at if your fantasy draft was tomorrow. Some people have their fantasy drafts coming up. They do it right after the draft. But if you were drafting tomorrow, let's say we fast forward on on, on the calendar, what players that were selected over the weekend are definite draftees 
in your fantasy draft. Fabs and I came up with 13 people who are our definites to draft. And look, obviously, at the quarterback positions, there's really only two guys. You're taking Andrew Luck. You're taking RG3 as your number two guys. And, hoping, right. hoping and this is a through. seasonal there's league we're talking about. A seasonal about. league. We're not talking about dynasty for this season. Luck and RG3, the other guys, Fabs, are just, they're just too tough. I have to, Brandon Weeden. You're not going to draft him. Ryan Tannehill, you're not going to draft him. Lauren Han- Tannehill, you will draft. I would draft her in the special Lauren Tannehill league. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Running backs. Trent Richardson, obviously, he's the number one yes. fantasy second, pick Second or year. third rounder, he's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, he's your number one fantasy pick from the rookies yes. this year. He's, too, he's terrific. Doug Martin, David Wilson yes. are two guys that have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, They're going to come in a little bit different situations. Martin's going to come in probably as the number one guy. LeGarrette Bunt blacking him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw will still stay number one in New York, but David Wilson will back him up. But still, these guys are worth flyers on later on in your draft. Where it's okay. I like gambling on running backs mm-hmm. late because that's, yeah. how, that's how you win because you hit on something that nobody else has seen or you get lucky, and yeah. that's how it happens now. And, and again, if you're in a deeper league, you're, you're going to be taking a look at Isaiah Pete as a handcuff for Steven Jackson. You're going to be potentially looking uh, at a guy like Robert Turbin, who could be the handcuff for Marshawn Lynch, Bernard Pierce, potentially the handcuff for Ray Rice. Right, but as far as guys, you're, you're yes. definitely going to – this is where you're yes. getting. Tight end, there's really one guy. I know the Colts took Kobe Fleener and Dwayne Allen, mm-hmm. but I think the, the pedigree of Fleener being yes. having the relationship with yes. Andrew Luck, he's yep. going to be the pass-catching guy. Mm-hmm. You're going to draft him. You and I differ. I say you could take him as high as 6 or 7. You say maybe around 10, but Nine or 10. he's also going to get drafted. Uh, no doubt about that. Dwayne Allen I don't think is going to be someone you'll draft right away. He's someone to watch clearly, especially if the Colts go copycat and do what the Patriots have done. I mean, Adrian Robinson, maybe because the Giants only have Martellus Bennett there. They've got two tight ends that went out with ACLs last year at the Super Bowl, but likely not a draftable commodity in seasonal leagues. Yeah, pretty much the Giants. Every time they take an unknown tight end and put him in, he does well. I think Martellus Bennett is like a deep, deep kind of sleeper. All right, now let's get to wide receivers, the the mo- the deepest position of guys you're going to draft. Now, a lot of sure. these a lot of these players are going to be late round flyers. Mm-hmm. But you're going to take Justin Blackman, Michael Floyd, not Justin Bieber, Justin Blackman. Not taking Justin Bieber. That is Michael Fabiano's special uh, boy band fantasy league. Uh, he's taking You're Justin crazy. Bieber. You take Blackman and Michael Floyd. I, I like Michael Floyd a little bit more than you do. Blackman is kind of a, it's kind of an unknown just because if the Jaguars can move the football, mm-hmm. he'll be a great pick because he's going to be the number one guy there. Mm-hmm. And he's going to see red zone opportunities, and he's kind of in that mold of a T.O. or Anquan Bolden and – I really think if Blaine Gaffert, Gabbert wants to have success, he's going to have to throw the ball quite a bit to Justin Blackman, who proved in college that he's a, uh, he has definite playmaker potential at the next level. A couple guys who didn't really get to a lot tonight, but still they're draftable, Kendall Wright and Ruben Randall. Mm-hmm. So Kendall Wright go to Minnesota, and I just see the potential of Christian Ponder running around, running for his life, and this is exactly what made... Kendall Wright, such a good player in Baylor, because when RG3 was able to get outside the pocket, make plays, play that street ball. Did you say ball. Kendall Wright's going to the Vikings? Smith. Oh, did I say that? I'm Titans. sorry. Give myself a hit. Titans. I, did Stop I say, I'm sorry. listening to the Beaver. It's messing up your head. It's, I, I'm sorry. I said, it's screwing up I said your Christian head. Ponder. I meant Jake Locker in my head because okay. he's going to win that job. Jake Locker's going to win that job. I he's going to be running around too. for his life. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good last year. So I, I think that especially seeing him come in with Kenny Britt coming off the tour in ACL, the opportunity is going to be there for him you in really those street ball so? situations Kenny Britt, to catch passes. Nate Washington coming off 1,000-yard season. Damian Williams and Jared Cook. Yeah, but they would they wouldn't draft him the first round if they didn't think he was going to be that guy. I don't know. Late round, late round flyer. Late round, oh, late round flyer, late round but, flyer. but draftable. Yeah, Ruben Randall, yes. Stephen Hill, 
Yep. Even though the Jets are going to run the football a thousand yep. times, Alshon mm-hmm. Jeffrey, Brian Quick, and Mohamed Sanu. Yep. Th- those are your draftable wide receivers that you're all taking late. Mm-hmm. Quick has that potential because the Rams don't have anybody else to throw the football to. Sanu was getting in a great situation yep. with Cincinnati right there. Mm-hmm. Off the top of your head right now, I'm, I'm giving you giving you gut reaction right here. Mm-hmm. Which of these wide receivers has the biggest season? I think Blackman. I, I really do. I think it's going to be Justin Blackman. And it's not close. No, it'll be close. I, I, listen, as much as I don't love Michael Floyd, I think he'll he'll be in there as well. Ruben Randall. Ooh, look, it's Pantera. Now, this is music, Dylan and Jason. You guys listen to this. And, oh, by the way, everyone listening out there, NFL.com slash fantasy. Sign up to pre-register right now and activate your fantasy leagues for 2012. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, XM87, Series 210. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. 